Today is Tuesday, April 5th, 2022, and the end of the Biden crime family is at hand. Things are ratcheting up fast, and Barack Obama is shaking in his boots. Seriously, guys, this is a huge show. Witnesses are now being asked to identify the big guy in the Hunter Biden probe. We all know that that's Joe Biden. We already know that. And House Republicans are beginning to drag Barack Obama into the Hunter Biden scandal by asking about the criminality that occurred under his administration. This is massive. Black Lives Matter, on the other hand, is using their donations to buy mansions in Southern California. And guess who else lives in a mansion in Southern California at your expense? Hunter Biden. And Biden's border problems are going to now cause Republicans to look really deeply at impeachment. Again, it gets worse and worse and worse. We cover it all on this show. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. His father closer to a federal criminal investigation. New York Post has an exclusive story today reporting that a grand jury asked a witness to say, who is the big guy? And Fox News has a story about Ron Klain from a decade ago, tying him to Hunter Biden and more. Alexander Hoff ties it together in Washington for us today. Alex, good morning there. Good morning, Bill. Well, the fact that these grand jury witnesses are being called is a sign that this investigation is being taken seriously, but an official answer may up the seriousness for the president himself. Let's go back to 2020. The New York Post then released a bombshell report on a loosely coded email written by one of Hunter Biden's business partners. He discussed the equity distribution on a deal with a Chinese energy conglomerate. It included this question, 10 held by H for the big guy. Now, last week, the Washington Post confirmed that $4.8 million in payments from that same Chinese company made their way to Hunter Biden and the president's brother, James. Every single lie is a debt to the truth. And after a while, that debt comes due. You see, ladies and gentlemen, this isn't a carousel ride where people can just ride for free time and time again. This ride comes to an end, and what you are watching right now is biblical. What you are watching currently, right now, happening in this country, is the conclusion of one of the largest criminal enterprises and the destruction of one of the most poisonous brands of politics that has ever had the misfortune of ruling here in America. It is disgusting that neoliberalism has made it this far, that the globalists indeed in this nation have had the chance to take root and potentially threaten the entire American experiment. By using our own goodwill against us and by using pressure points in our society, they have had an opportunity to enrich themselves while strip mining this nation of everything that is good in it. They have had an opportunity to rip up That which is truly American, the constitutional rights and principles that protect all of us and that keep this nation from being a servant class, a serf class for rulers and princes and people who view themselves as kings and queens entitled to all manner of illegality, people that don't think in terms of what is legal or right. They think in terms of what can assume further power unto myself. What can I do that gives me power and that strips away power from the most important political class in human history, the American middle class? You, ladies and gentlemen, are members of the American middle class. You are the most powerful force in world political history because you make up 
hundreds of millions of people. There are hundreds of millions in the American middle class. We are landowners. We're property owners. We are wealthy beyond the riches of some of the greatest kings on earth. We have the political power, will, and education, and the capacity for the use of technology, just like how you're watching me today, to communicate with each other and to change things. See, having the capacity to say no, just like the Canadian truckers and the American truckers, having the capacity to say stop, we refuse, we do not comply, we will not go ahead with this, we will not be party to this criminality, and we will not allow our nation to be undone by a small group, a gerontocracy of people who are conspiring against what is the best interest of this nation. Ladies and gentlemen, we are reaching that precipice as you see today, bombshell, absolutely staggering reporting about Joe Biden finally being targeted by prosecutors in the probe of his own son. That's right. Here we read from the Daily Mail that the prosecution is not only looking into Joe Biden, but ladies and gentlemen, Barack Obama has now been ensnared. That's right inside of the Hunter Biden scandal and the criminality of the crime syndicate that has run American politics for the better part of 50 years that Joe Biden is the head of. This is becoming unraveled. And once this ball gets rolling, it will not stop. Here we go. Let's read. The Daily Mail has Hunter Biden pulled Joe Biden into his crimes. A grand jury probe is now demanding that witnesses ask to identify the big guy. Who is the big guy in this story? Who is Celtic? Hmm? Joe Biden talks about how Irish he is. Who is Celtic? Hmm? This is the code name used throughout all of these communication channels in order to refer to Joe Biden. We know it's referring to Joe Biden because we already have a witness on record from two years ago, Tony Bobulinski, who is the person who set it all up. Well, now the grand jury is asking, the federal grand jury is asking, who is this man you're referring to who gets 10% of a Chinese energy company? Why exactly is this big guy getting 10% of a stake in communist Chinese energy while he is a sitting vice president? Well, that's illegal by exactly 700,000 different laws. The vice president can't openly profit from communist China while he oversees policy for the federal government in communist China. Do you realize how strict these rules are? Are you aware that in Washington, D.C., I couldn't buy my buddy dinner when I was living in D.C. and he was working for the Trump administration? I take him out for a steak dinner. I can't buy him a dinner because you're not allowed to accept a gift over 20 bucks. That's right. So if my steak dinner that I buy for my buddy who works in the Trump administration is $23.99, then he is not allowed to accept it. Otherwise, he may be implicated. He may have to go to prison for accepting a gift from somebody who may be wanting undue influence inside of the federal government. Do you realize that that was the case for dozens of friends of mine? I knew hundreds of people inside the Trump administration And ladies and gentlemen, if I went out for a cocktail with them, they were checking the prices to see what a Manhattan costs at a steakhouse in Washington, D.C. 
This is how strict the rules are in this type of influence peddling. Now, are these rules always adhered to? No. Do people get in trouble for these rules and go to jail? Yes, all the time. Have people ever violated the rules as big as what we are seeing right now inside of the crime family criminality of Joe Biden? No, they have not. These are the times that try men's souls, biblical times, every headline you read, everywhere you look, uncertainty and scary world events that are destabilizing, frankly. I mean, have you checked in on your food prices or gas prices lately? How about inflation? Even President Biden says that in regards to food shortages, it's going to be real. And you're starting to see that happen now. Friends, inflation continues to skyrocket and it will hit your bank account. It already has. 8% of your dollar has been evaporated and probably much, much more. Don't wait until your dollar is worth less to start thinking about protecting yourself. Buy something of actual worth. Gold and silver from Birch Gold. They've withheld the test of time all the way back into the ancient days. Right now, Birch Gold can help you convert your IRA and 401k into a tax-sheltered account in gold and silver. Get started right now. Text Benny to 989898. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, Birch Gold can help protect you. Text Benny to 989898 to begin protecting yourself with gold. You don't have to imagine it. It is the reality that Joe Biden was directly profiting off the countries in which he oversaw as vice president. He was able to determine policy in countries like Ukraine and China and Russia. And then his family was getting paid off while they were doing it. The end. That's it. There's the scandal. Let's read. The jury examining Hunter Biden's tax affairs has heard from a witness who was asked about the identity of the big guy mentioned in the email discussing the potential business deal with the Chinese firm. The question was asked at a secret hearing in Wilmington, Delaware, although what the identified witness said in response has not been reported. It stems from a March 2017 email discussing a joint venture with a now-defunct Chinese energy company, China Energy Company, CEFC. Former Hunter associate previously, previously claimed that the big guy was President Biden himself, then vice president, sparking calls for him to face a conspiracy probe. Uh, he has always denied all allegations of wrongdoing, with Hunter facing questions about why he was accepting work from the energy firms despite no knowledge in the arena, the he being Joe Biden. The latest twist in the Hunter saga was reported in the New York Post on Monday, four years after he was first put under investigation in December 2020, a month after the election, he confirmed that his tax affairs were being examined by the federal government. James Gilar, uh, a British business partner of Hunter's, outlined the proposal percentage distribution of the equity in the company. Gilar wrote 10% held by Hunter for the big guy. Joe Biden has always insisted he had no involvement in his son's business dealings Lie. Lie. Call it what it is. Speak out in truth. Every single lie is a debt to the truth. And that tab gets paid. That carnival ride stops. The hangover sets in. And reality hits. The dam is at a breaking point. We are at a bursting point now with this scandal. Joe Biden has lied and lied consistently about it. 
Why does Nancy Pelosi think Joe Biden is perfect? He's perfect. Joe Biden's perfect because there was a switch on the back of Joe Biden that said as soon as his usefulness is up, as soon as his expiration date hits, we can be done with this man. We will sick our dogs on him. This is the most corrupt, conspiracy-riddled, indigent who has ever been president and he will go down in history as the final Democrat president in this mold, the final neoliberal president. This is the last time. You may have a rise in the AOC Bernie Sanders wing, but this brand of policy, this Joe Biden brand of Democrat is finished. He's taking them all down with him. It is very much like a mafia. It is very much like a crime family. What you need is leverage, you see. If you watch The Godfather, they say you're going to sign this contract either with a pen or with your head. And they hold the man's head against the contract, put a gun to it. You see, that's leverage. Leverage is what they have on Joe Biden. They know that this family is as crooked as a $3 bill. And when they needed to flip the switch and dissuade Joe Biden of any notion of running in 2024 and let Joe Biden know that he is finished, they just make sure that the Hunter Biden laptop pops off. That's why they held back on this stuff before the 2020 election. They needed to get Trump out, and now they need to get Biden out. The criminal conspiracy is coming to an end, and it may take down one of the holiest men inside of the entire globalist American empire regime, a man who has been an architect for this moment in American history, the very own Barack Obama. That is right. Barack Obama, you see, was president while all of this criminality was happening. Barack Obama as president is a man who is going to eventually be dragged into the criminality of his own vice president. You have to understand that there are entire ethics office in wa- offices in Washington, D.C. that do just randomized and perpetual drives towards efficacy and ethics inside of the White House. Someone was signing off on this criminality. We already know that the State Department has been going after Hunter Biden and during the Obama presidency started flashing red warning signs. This family is engaging in a criminal enterprise. Obama's own State Department was saying that. Obama's own State Department was saying, the hell this kid is going to go work for Bursima in Ukraine while we're dealing with corruption in Ukraine, energy corruption and commodities corruption in Ukraine while Joe Biden oversees Ukraine? Obama's own State Department, to their great credit, I have nothing good to say about them, but to their great credit, said, this is wrong. So who gave it the green light? Who allowed it to happen? It was eventually and always going to wind up on Obama's desk. Because the buck stops here. You may recall, that's how it goes. The buck stops here. Presidents have said that for a very long time. Hey, the buck stops here. Ronald Reagan, Richard Nixon, George H.W. Bush, and Bill Clinton. Many of these people were actually undone by some of their inferiors, some of the people who were working for them. These presidents were undone by scandals that occurred under their watch. Richard Nixon is a good example. Richard Nixon tried to cover up a scandal of a couple of dolts and a break-in and some spying. Well, boy, does that sound familiar. Spying on potential political candidates and adversaries, gathering of information illegally. Hmm, that sounds really... Wow, that rings a bell. Richard Nixon went down. Richard Nixon wasn't the guy breaking in or giving the orders. Richard Nixon went down for it anyway. 
Bill Clinton, of course, was totally undone by some of his own behavior, but also got dragged in by some of the stupidity of his subordinates, along with Ronald Reagan. You may remember Oliver North, Ronald Reagan, various different levels of criminality and illegality. That ended up burning a couple of careers and Ronald Reagan getting a ton of egg on his face. Of course, not impeached or anything, but still bad days in the Reagan White House as the people who answered Ronald Reagan go down. So goes the presidency of Bill Clinton, Richard Nixon, Ronald Reagan getting, of course, a big punch in the gut during the Iran-Contra scandal. What's the first thing you do in the morning? I know it's a personal question, but I think it's relevant. The first thing I do is roll over and look at my phone. You probably are like millions and millions of Americans. and You check in on your favorite websites, apps, your favorite creators. And what if you woke up every morning and they weren't there? They were deleted and erased on the internet. This is the reality for millions across this country every single morning because, well, Big tech hates us. That's just the reality. They hate your host right here. I mean, listen, guys, they don't want our worldview to be platformed. And so they come after us. And that's why it's important to build a new internet, a second internet. And there's only one company out there that's doing it, RightForge. RightForge is the internet company devoted to American values and free speech. They're on the front lines against leftist cancel culture. And they're even helping bring President Trump back online by hosting Truth Social. So move your site, your domain, anything that you value online to rightforge.com, the real American internet. Go to rightforge.com now to get started. Support a company that supports free speech and more importantly, supports you, your right to speak as an American. Rightforge.com. Go now. So it was always going to happen when Bar- that Barack Obama would be dragged into this because this was happening under his watch. These deals were happening in 2014, 2016, 2017, while Barack Obama was either president or transitioning out of office. Who was giving the green light? Why wasn't Obama informed? What did he know? And now we are starting to watch that <laughs> the reality is that Joe Biden was doing this with either the approval of the Obama administration or with the insight of the Obama administration because we know that Hunter Biden was traveling with his damn father, the vice president, on a taxpayer-funded private jet to China and to Ukraine in order to gobble up these deals while while inviting the vice president himself to these business meetings. So what it is is it's, The structure goes like this. The president is at the top and the president answers for everything and every bit of criminality that happens under his administration. It is ultimately him. The buck stops here. That's what it means. Harry Truman, the buck stops here. That's what it means. So if Joe Biden was using taxpayer dollars in order to shuttle around his cokehead kid to grease business deals inside of countries that Barack Obama put Joe Biden in charge of, Well, then it's going to bring down Obama too. Don't believe me? That's fine. Believe ABC News. That's right. Who's who's your boy Benny's ally in all this? ABC News, who went ahead and three years ago told the true story of all of this happening under Obama's watch. Check it out. Vice President Joe Biden went to Kiev to help the new government. You have to fight the cancer of corruption. But then something strange happened. 
Just three weeks later, a Ukrainian natural gas company, Burisma, accused of corruption, appoints Hunter Biden, seen here in their promotional videos, to their board of directors, paying his firm more than a million dollars a year. Hunter, a lawyer who had just been discharged from the Navy Reserves for testing positive for cocaine. Mr. Hunter Biden. He had served on other boards, but had no known experience in Ukraine or natural gas. And Ukraine wasn't the only country where Hunter Biden's business and his father's diplomacy as vice president intersected. It also happened in China. This video shows Chinese diplomats greeting Vice President Biden as he arrived in Beijing in December of 2013. Right by his side, his son Hunter. Less than two weeks later, Hunter's firm had new business, creating an investment fund in China involving the government-controlled Bank of China. With reports, they hope to raise $1.5 billion. Hunter still plays a role in the fund. His lawyer says his stake is worth about half a million dollars. Both Hunter and his lawyer say he never discussed any of his overseas work with his father. Oh, man. Oh, man. Sometimes you just hear the angels cry and the, that perfect note that just rings from the mountainside when the corporate press finally does their damn job and hold powerful people accountable. We do it on this show every single day, and I just want to thank all of you for listening. We've been seeing record numbers. I want to thank all of you for watching and listening, whether it's on the podcast or on a streaming We've been seeing just absolute astronomical numbers because we want to hold powerful people accountable. That is our job in the press and especially the independent press, which is going to become so much more important as the corporate press collapses. You see the ratings? You see the numbers? Unbelievable. We get more numbers every single day on this program than Brian Stelter does on his show. We can back that up with data. It's very, very special, and we just want to take a moment to say thank you. None of this matters unless there are investigative teeth Man, that dog, that dog with gums, that dog with no teeth, man, that dog can't bite. So are there any teeth to what is happening with Barack Obama? Will Barack Obama suffer any consequences? And the answer to that, for the first time in perhaps American history, is yes, actually. Barack Obama will suffer consequences. And there are investigative teeth associated with this scandal that could potentially harm Barack Obama irrevocably. Here we go. Let's read the article. Republicans, congressional Republicans, are now demanding access to the communication records of Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, between him and the Obama White House. Breaking report. Strap in, hold on to your butts, as Samuel Jackson would say in Jurassic Park. The raptors are out of the cage. Republican raptors, indeed, and they are running quickly and they are hungry. Members of the House Oversight Committee penned a letter and sent it to the Biden administration demanding that it give them access to any and all communications between Hunter Biden and the Obama White House. In the letter, Republicans said that Hunter must be investigated now amid concerns that he is continuing to profit off of his father's name. Of course, that's illegal. Hunter Biden's connection throughout the Russian sphere of influence have now become especially relevant in the fast-moving developing Russian war on Ukraine, the Republicans of the House Oversight Committee said. Hunter Biden's dealings have not gone unnoticed, and the DOJ probe began under the Obama administration has expanded to include a wide variety of Hunter Biden's criminality. And according to the New York Times, Hunter Biden is currently under investigation by the Department of Justice for possible violations of the Foreign Agents Registration Act. Remember how strict it is in Washington, D.C. In Washington, D.C., if you so much as walk up to a member of Congress and say, hey, 
you should consider investing in property in Switzerland. And if the Swiss government is paying you to say that, and you don't disclose that the Swiss government is actively paying you to say that, even though it may be true, maybe Switzerland's beautiful. I don't know. I don't like Davos, and I certainly don't like Klaus Schwab. The world would be a better place without that dude, but let me tell you what, Switzerland, pretty country. I've been there. If you are working on behalf of the Swiss government when saying that, you'll go to jail. If it's disclosed that you are pushing a member of Congress to act in a certain way at the behest of a foreign government, you're done. Jail. Seriously, you're, you're finished. Your career's finished. They'll strip you of any, of any potential to have a lobbyist license in Washington. You'll be finished. And you'll have a very, very bad day. So trust me when I say that this may be one of the most fruitful ways to drive at the Biden crime family, the Foreign Registration Act. Given Hunter Biden's foreign business relationships with Ukraine and Russia and the current administration's landscape, we are concerned about whether Hunter Biden continues to profit off his status as Joe Biden's son, as well as foreign adversaries may be attempting to exploit the questionable business dealings. That is exactly what you need to investigate. Republicans, not often I do this. I'm going to take a moment and I'm going to clap. Thank you, Republicans. This is fruitful. This is where you need to go. This is what scares the ever-living-ish out of the people who are in power right now because they know that Joe Biden is compromised and the goal is to bring Joe Biden down without bringing down their entire party and they're not going to be able to get away with it. They are more concerned now because President Vladimir Putin included Hunter in a list of Americans that he sanctions. Well, why would that be? Hmm. Why would Vladimir Putin be sanctioning Hunter Biden? Could it be because Hunter Biden received millions of dollars from various Russian oligarchs? Why? Exactly why? Pray tell. Why? Oh, wait. Somebody has to have an answer. I, I, I don't know a ton of Russians, but I've never been given millions of dollars by a Russian. I have never been given a single ruble by a Russian. That seems strange. Do Russians just give out millions of bucks? Let me know in the comments section. Have a, has a Russian oligarch approached you and said, because we love you, we're going to give you millions of rubles. Millions of dollars. Hunter Biden accepted $3.5 million from the wife of the mayor of Moscow. Now that means that he's accepting money directly from Putin's government because nobody holds positions like that without Vladimir Putin's say-so. So why is Hunter Biden accepting millions of dollars from various Russian oligarchs? What did he do with that money? That seems like really strange. Have you been given cash by a Russian oligarch? I would love to know. Hmm. Email me, benny at bennyjohnson.com. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Russians are just the most magnanimous people on planet Earth, and they just love walking around handing fat bags to people. Maybe I'm just culturally illiterate here. Maybe that's just a thing that Russians do, and Hunter Biden is just one of the many people who've received millions of dollars randomly from Russians. Or is the other potential option here that Hunter Biden was getting paid off, that these people were going around the sanctions on Russia, that they were using Hunter Biden as a funnel to invest that money or to use it in another shady business dealing, that Hunter Biden was getting cutbacks of various deals that he was negotiating inside of Russia while the Obama administration was attempting to sanction that country and the countries in its sphere of influence, and that Hunter Biden was going around the sanctions of Barack Obama while his father was vice president. Hmm, I'm just asking questions. You know, I'm just asking questions. Again, again, fat stacks, fat stacks from Russian oligarchs. Maybe you get them. I don't. I don't. Too bad. Hunter Biden sure did, and we need to answer the questions. So what are Republicans asking for? 
They're asking for all documents and communications between the executive office of the vice president and the vice president and the members and associates of the Biden family referring or relating to Russia or Ukraine from January 2009 to January 2017. Now, those dates are interesting. What would those dates be? Barack Obama being sworn into office as president and Barack Obama leaving office as president and handing it off to Orange Man. Hmm. All documents and communications uh, from or within the executive office of the president and vice president referring to Elena Batura, which is, of course, the Moscow, the wife of the Moscow mayor. This is the wife of the oligarch directly working for Vladimir Putin who dropped millions of dollars into the bank account of Hunter Biden and nobody's quite sure why. Quite sure why. Maybe it's a cultural thing. Hmm. Maybe it's a cultural thing. All documents and communications in the custody of the NARA referring to or relating to Hunter Biden's business dealings. And all do- that means uh, this is the national natu- national registration of foreign agents, essentially. So, seeing it, whether they, these people knew what Hunter Biden was doing or whether he was doing it illegally, and all documents and communication between Vice President Biden's office and the State Department employee referring to or relating to Hunter Biden, and we already have seen some of those emails. The State Department employees are pissed. State Department employees are raging during the Obama administration that this open criminality was happening. But we've probably only seen the tip of the iceberg. And that's because, as a good crime family does, they attempt to cover their tracks and hide themselves, but every single criminal always leaves a trail. Criminals and evil always upends itself. O.J. Simpson will leave his bloody glove at the crime scene. These people are not as smart as they think they are. My grandmother always used to say, You're smart! You're not as smart as you think you are. And that's exactly right. This is why criminals return to the scene of the crime. This is why people with guilty consciences go out and have to brag about it. Evil can't sit and rest inside of your soul. It must do something. It's got to get out. And this is why you have on camera Joe Biden sitting there saying, huh, the guy investigating my son in Ukraine while I oversee Ukraine policy? Yeah. I use your taxpayer dollars in order to leverage him out of office. Joe Biden bragging to the Atlantic Council about it. You have it. You've seen it on video a million times. Son of a bitch. The guy was fired. Joe Biden has to brag about the criminality. They're so smug, these narcissists. They so think that they run everything in this country. They think this country is theirs. It's their little plaything. And you are the little serfs who just dawdle along and serve them. And they're going to find out hard that that's not the way that America is set up. It is the kind of news cycle that would have anyone running and hiding. So where exactly is Hunter? Where is Hunter? Remember Trump back when he was on Twitter? Maybe he'll be on Twitter again. We'll see. Elon Musk has nothing but menchies saying, hey, bring Donald Trump back on Twitter. Well, we'll see. Donald Trump tweeting, where's Hunter a couple times? I remember those classic tweets. Well, now we know. Hunter Biden is living inside a magical Mediterranean-style resort in Malibu. That's right. He's rich. His dad's the president. Your gas is $7 a gallon? Screw you, plebe. Hunter Biden living inside of a Malibu resort, and the Secret Service is charging $30,000 a month to the taxpayer dole in order to protect him. Hunter Biden gets protection. You get inflation. You get food stamps. Hunter Biden gets 
resorts and living on the coast in these beautiful mansions you can see on your screen here. Just exactly how lavish and palatial. He is living a great life. You can see the ocean. You have a little pool there. There's where Hunter lives. And that's where the Secret Service that protect him at your expense live. Hunter Biden, ladies and gentlemen, the pristine example as to why all royal families collapsed in Europe after a couple generations, save like the current royal family of England. And that's not for lack of trying. Hunter Biden, the perfect example of spare the rod, spoil the child. Man, this guy's going to bring down the whole operation and Americans are really getting sick of it. Enjoy, enjoy your food stamps and walking to work while Hunter Biden lives there at your expense. Here's the article, and you'll love this one from the Daily Mail. The Secret Service is splashing out a whopping $30,000 a month to rent a luxury Malibu mansion so they can keep round-the-clock track of Hunter Biden, the Daily Mail has confirmed. By the way, what's your rent? What do you pay in rent? Can you find a house? Are you a young person? Can you? Can, uh, do you own a home? How's the housing market for you? I watch this stuff very closely. My wife and I had to buy a home over the last two years. This stuff is brutal right now. It is extremely painful, the housing market. It's certainly the worst time in my lifetime to buy a new home. How are you doing, young person? Do you have enough money for $30,000 a month in rent? And that's just what the Secret Service is paying. Ha! Shut up, plebe. That's what Hunter Biden says between hits of his crack pipe. The Spanish-style villa has six bedrooms and a pool and a tasting room for wine gym and a spa and a built-in barbecue and a castle-like tower that's being rented by the presidential bodyguards. The value is more than $6 million for the property. The property is right next door to Hunter's $20,000 a month rented home where he lives with his wife, Melissa. The property listed for the U.S. Secret, Secret Service pad describes a picturesque garden and sunken living room arching around a huge fireplace and hand-carved doors, artisan tiles. Do you live like this? Let me ask you a question. When you head to the grocery store and see that a tomahawk steak is up from $30 to $65 for a piece of meat that you would like to grill out with your boys on Saturday. You watched the Final Four last night? You watched the Final Four NCAA Championships last night? You want to go get some some beer? You want to go get a steak to grill? Double the price that it was a year ago. Why? Well... Because the president's criminal cokehead kid is not in chains like he should be, but he's actually living a lavish mansion-like lifestyle. Alec Baldwin, not in chains like he should be, living a lavish lifestyle. Shut up, plebe. Go about your business. You better pay your taxes, by the way. And if you miss a single decimal on your taxes, you're going to jail. You see how the system won't last? You see how the system will collapse? Fear is a powerful tool. And it's about time that the people who are abusing their positions of power start experiencing a little bit of worry, a little bit of fear that their criminality is going to catch up with them. The realtor described it as a magical Mediterranean resort-style home with ocean views. It was built in 1958 by an actress and a various stars throughout the ages have lived there. And now the new star... The new actress, the new talent, gushing from the brims, 
of his laptop repair shop is Hunter Biden. That's right. And you're paying for it. Wonderful. Wonderful. Is there any level of stupidity that our country cannot reach as it pertains to us giving money to people who definitely and certainly don't deserve it? Y'all should have never been given money. That is indeed the case with Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter was given hundreds of millions of dollars, not hundreds of millions, 60 million, I guess, is the reported number. Lord knows that them and all their little breakout groups, probably hundreds of millions of dollars during the summer of riots and murder that Black Lives Matter fomented. And now we know that Black Lives Matter is buying mansions just like Hunter Biden. That's right. So while, again, while you have to take medicine that you may not want or need to keep your job, at least Joe Biden wanted that, thank God for Donald Trump's Supreme Court picks because we didn't have that. But if the current president got his way, then you would be out of a job, right? He would be able to dictate exactly how you live and how you provide for your family. And he'll be able to rob the bread out of your children's mouths if you don't do exactly as he says. That's the way Joe Biden sees the world. Never forget, Joe Biden tried to pass a vaccine-to-work mandate. So while the bread is being stolen from your children's mouth, Hunter Biden and the Black Lives Matter communist grifters are taking their cash and living large in California. This according to the New York Post. Black Lives Matter bought a swanky Southern California home for nearly $6 million using the donation cash, according to a report on Monday. The three leaders of the social justice movement, Patrice Kalurs, Alicia Garza, and Melina Abdullah, recorded a video last June outside of a secretly bought home where they marked the first anniversary of George Floyd's murder, the New York Magazine reported. Kalurs at the time said that she was weeks removed from being in survival mode after the Post's exclusive reporting in April revealed her purchase of the high-end home for $3.2 million. It's because we're powerful, because we are winning, Kalur says, of what she characterized as a right-wing media attacks. Hmm. But Kalur's and her colleagues didn't reveal any details on the upscale home behind them in the video. The 6,500-square-foot spread, how big is your home? Uh, this is, my home's like a like a third this size? How big is your home? Spread with more than six bedrooms and bathrooms and fireplaces and pools. Boy, oppression must be great. What a country. What a systemically evil country that these people who come from nothing can now own whips and mansions and fireplaces. I don't got a fireplace. You got a fireplace? Six bedrooms? Pools? I don't got a pool. Black Lives Matter has a pool. Their founders have a pool. How are you doing? By the way, how's your average black person doing? I lived in a, a 100% black neighborhood, save, I guess, me, in Washington, D.C. How are those people doing? Not great, by the way. I can tell you, not great. That neighborhood was seeing very bad times. Those are literally the people in my neighborhood in Washington, D.C., in Northeast, 19th Street. Go drive it. Go, go down, go, dri- go drive the roads. Go see my old house. I want you to see it. But go ask yourself, if their lives matter, why are they living like this? They certainly ain't living in mansions. Those people are living in Section 8. Their houses burn. Their houses are drug dens. Their houses are filled with rats and cockroaches. It was a constant 
constant effort to keep the rats and cockroaches out of my house. And the house of my neighbor eventually burned to the ground in a drug dispute. They poured gasoline through the window and lit it on fire with children inside of the home. They killed a dog that was in the home. The homeowners had uh, pit bulls. And the dogs were carried out. Dead. Smoke inhalation. They murdered the dog. They nearly murdered my family. They nearly murdered my kid. How are their lives doing? Has Patrice Kalours ever been to my neighborhood? Has Black Lives Matter ever lifted a finger in my neighborhood in Washington, D.C.? You want to know why I moved out? That's why. Because it wasn't about black lives or white lives. They didn't care about anyone's lives other than themselves. It's their lives that matter to themselves and no one else's. These people are on camera saying that they're communists. Trust me, if you ever get a chance to crack open even a single page of a history book about communism, you'll realize that no one's lives matter to communists. The purchase of the nearly $6 million home had not been previously reported by BLM. Officials have tried to keep its existence from uh, journalists a secret, but they looked into the transaction and found the report. The organization tried to kill the story about the home and referred to it internally as complex. One strategy memo reportedly suggesting that it be used as an influencer house. Oh, yay! We're finished. We're finished with these people. We're finished with these people. The Bidens, the criminal enterprises of the left, people are awake. Why are they freaking out that Elon Musk essentially owns Twitter now? Why are they freaking out? They're freaking out because Elon Musk is going to create a universe of free speech where we can talk about this stuff. And when people start to find out, they'll start to get really angry. And people are about to get really, really, really angry about what's going on on our southern border. We got to end with this one because this is going to become the biggest story. We've been ahead of many stories. We've been talking about the Hunter Biden laptop for the better part of two years. We've been ahead on this story. We've been reporting the story. And we've been making sure that you are informed about what's going on with this family. We want you to know and be ahead of the curve on what's about to happen on our southern border. What's about to happen on our southern border is designed chaos. They are openly and wantingly wishing to collapse the border of America, and they are inciting one of the most horrific invasions and indeed human rights abuses in American and world history. The way someone gets to the border is you pay cartels. The way women and children get across the border is smugglers, human smugglers, sex traffickers, smugglers. And the Biden administration is criminal in their complicity and indeed in their payments to the cartels. The Biden administration has created a universe where the cartels are now the richest people have you seen across our southern border. If you had been there, man, our team has gone and we've filmed and we've watched. We've seen rape trees where they tie up the women and the children. We've seen the horrors. And it's just beginning. The Biden administration because they hate you, and without your consent, without the consent of the people who were born in this nation, are appealing to the population of the globe to invade this country. It is illegal. It will lead to immediate impeachments upon the Republicans taking over the House. It will lead to the collapse of the Democrat Party forever. But they're not done. They're not done. Criminals often ratchet up their crimes as they need the next hit and the next hit and the next hit, as they feel like the 
cops or the authorities are closing in on them, they ratchet up their crimes. And this will be the largest crime perhaps in the history of America, what they're about to do to you, your family, your currency, your neighborhood, your security. Exclusive. This from Breitbart.com. The Department of Homeland Security reveals that Biden's mass migration plan offers broad-scale release mechanisms. They're going to just let them come. This is going to be a disaster, and we want you to know about it up front. This is going to lead to the collapse of the modern Democratic Party, but not until they do irreparable damage to this nation. Evil cannot build. It can only destroy. A J.R.R. Tolkien, or at least attributed to J.R.R. Tolkien, uh, uh, quote, Evil cannot build up this country. It can only destroy this country, and they're going to go about it as fast as possible. They're going to do this. They're going to ratchet it up because they know that their power is waning. The demon screams are coming from this party. You got to listen to them and you got to be prepared. Get ready. Watch what's happening. Check it out. He Hassan. Yeah. Let me put up here, Mark Kelly, unacceptable to end Title 42 without a plan of coordination. Maggie Hassan, ending Title 42 prematurely will likely lead to a migrant surge. And of course, we heard from Joe Manchin, Title 42 has been an essential tool. This is immigration is not a just a border line. issue, no. right? Because New it Hampshire. becomes right. It becomes they're not worried about Maine. More of <laughs> they are much. This is much about the issue of competency, preparedness. Um, you know, you and I, well, everyone around the table, we watch a lot of campaign ads. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been watching a lot of Republican primary ads, and it seems like immigration's in every one of those ads. So I went back and I asked the folks who, who cover this, yes, mm-hmm. but more so than ever. So at this point, this is early March, th- more than 30% of all Republican primary ads mention the border or immigration. Yeah. At this point in 2018, it was 12%. It is an issue that is not just animating. Right now it's animating the Republican base, but it becomes an issue, as I said, much more about is the administration prepared to deal with the problems that go on their plate? And it just seems that so so often with the administration thus far, it is much more about wish casting than it is preparation. Ah. The sweet, sweet coffee in the morning. Dad established 2020. I'm expecting my second kid. And the Biden administration has not asked me once whether I confer or approve of my nation being invaded by millions and millions of people who are not born here, who perhaps don't speak the language, and who absolutely pose a threat to my family. Go check the stats. It's not just me saying it. Go check the stats. Just up the road from me, a illegal criminal migrant who was here illegally smashed into a car and murdered a child. Just up the road from me. He was arrested. He was like 20 times over the intoxication limit, smashed into a vehicle, and murdered a child. An American-born citizen. This happens time and time and time and time and time again in this nation. When will we put a stop the madness. You know when it stops? When we say it stops. Stop acting so powerless. It's my number one complaint with the conservative movement is that we act powerless. We act as though, we oh, well, Nike is woke and Disney's woke and Starbucks is woke, so we can't do anything about that. Shut up. We are the most powerful political force in American history. We are the most powerful, richest, educated, knowledgeable, connected force in 
American history and in world history. We are lazy. That's our issue. We're lazy. We do not apply the number one tool in our tool chest to our leaders. I'm not talking Democrats. I'm talking Republicans, which is force. Force of will. Will to power. The will to power means that we have the will for something to happen, close the border, and we go to the powerful and we say, you will close the border or else you will be run out of office, run out of Washington, run out of our party, stripped of your Republican registrations, and so on. You saw this happen to Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney is being primaried. Kevin McCarthy has endorsed her primary opponent. Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney were both kicked out of the GOP. And that's a good start. They were kicked out of the GOP by their... They were sanctioned by the RNC. Liz Cheney was kicked out of the GOP in her state of Wyoming. Her state party kicked her out. And Adam Kinzinger was redistricted out of being a lapdog, sycophant, bootlicker, butt-kisser for corporate Democrats. Still didn't stop his district from being Thanos-gloved. Boom, gone. So here we have a situation that is untenable. The border. It is the most criminal thing that the Biden administration is doing, and that is being spoken by a guy who just spent 30 straight minutes on Hunter Biden's laptop. This is the most criminal thing that they are doing because it is the thing that will most and worst affect your family. It is the greatest threat to you. What Joe Biden and his criminal son did should wind them both up in jail. It should end in some very bad investigations into Barack Obama. Did it directly affect your family and their security? Did it make you less safe in the streets? Probably not. But maybe you could even make that argument. I certainly do. I think that the collapse, I think that the collapse of our ruling class is essential for this nation's survival. I think that the ruling class wants to strip mine you and your right your birthright in this nation. They believe that America is done for, that this is a nation that is over, our days are, have ended, and that they must, now, they must now move as much value out of this place, suck like a mosquito would suck, stab into the skin of this country and suck out as much of the value that you create in this place for themselves before they parasitically travel to the next host. That host will be communist China. Mark my words. This is what's happening right now, and this is why they don't care. Breitbart, Texas, acknowledges uh, in a plan reviewed by Breitbart, Texas, the plan acknowledges in Title 42 that they will be dropping all of the all of the COVID restrictions on the border and will result in a surge in illegal migration along the southwest border. This happens in May. The increases have already manifested itself in apprehension rise. In March, the Border Patrol agents apprehended more than 200,000 migrants. That's more than the entire population of my hometown of Cedar Rapids, Iowa. The entire population. The draft plan recently circulated by senior DHS staff said that in February of 2022, a source within the agency, not authorized to speak to the media, says the plan offers no concrete options other than to exhaust more resources to absorb what will likely be a historic wave of migrants. The DHS Southern Border Mass 
irregular migration contingency plan is what it's called. The senior leadership is preparing to federal to federal support agreements to quickly remove personnel and fund DHS agencies. The plan offers the assumptions that once Title 42 is ended and includes the acknowledgement that few legal pathways for removal are left in the wake of early executive actions under the Biden administration, meaning that they have eroded and entirely corrupted the immigration system so much that you can't even follow the law anymore. The plan does not specify a cost associated with the surge in migration, but the cost will be severe and the cost will be permanent for you and your family. They are importing armies of people here who were not born in this country and do not share your history, your culture, or your language. The end. It's illegal, and they're doing it without your consent. So when will we stand up? Stop complaining and do something about it. The Center for Disease Controls said, and this is another article from Breitbart.com, that the Biden administration would be ending Title 42, a broad public health authority that allows federal immigration officials to quickly return border crossers and illegal aliens to their native countries. The CDC is allowing migrants from hundreds of countries around the world to enter into our nation while it says there is an ongoing pandemic and they won't allow you to get on a flight without a mask. Just in case you're wondering who your federal government sees as the enemy, you are not allowed to travel and they were really considering doing vaccine to fly operations and even vaccines to cross state lines, which is utterly unconstitutional, but they were talking about it. They don't want you to be able to travel within your own country without a mask or a vaccine if they had their way, they'd have it right now. A vaccine scanner at the airport. They, they literally would. And there are countries that have them. They definitely have mask mandates still at the airport. But they will allow unmasked and unvaxxed from around the globe to pour into your nation, forever changing this nation and its culture, its heritage, and its language. When somebody tells you who they are, believe them. When somebody tells you who they are, believe them. This is a Maya Angelou quote. Evil cannot create anything new. It can only corrupt and ruin what good forces have intended or made. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the maxim that we must live by. The ruling class elite in this nation are showing us who they are. They are showing us what their priorities are. And trust me, you are at the rock bottom sitting near the Titanic at the bottom of the ocean on their priority list. You, your family, your security, your safety, the monetary value of your dollar, your labor, your work. You are nowhere. They wish to corrupt and to collapse this place because they don't see a future for it or you. And so what are we going to do about it? That's the question. Will to power, ladies and gentlemen. Have your priorities straight. God, family, country. Those are our priorities on this show. That's how we organize our thinking. What is good for our country will be good for our family, will be good because we know that it is just and right and given to us through natural rights by God. We were born free men and women, and we intend to stay that way. We intend to stand up and do something about this madness. 
We are so inspired by the fact that this show is really taking off and getting new viewers every single day, and it's because of you. You are sharing this product. You are liking this page. We do this show, of course, for free, and we are here for you. We will continue to fight. We'll never stop. The truth is on our side, so we have nothing to fear. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. God bless you.